And welcome back, everyone, to the Open Tabs podcast. I'm here with you uh, with my brother, Joe Carlos. I am Calvin Smith. Joe, how you doing, man? Uh, you know, man, we're making it, man. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's November 5th in the world, <laughs> November 2020. So we, we, we're making it, brother. How are you? How are you doing? Election day, hour number 70. <laughs> no, I see you sitting on the Waterloo grape. Is that the grape? It is the grape. It is the grape. Waterloo. Spence, I can't even turn. Free. I can't even see. It's the grape Waterloo. Hey, grape Waterloo. There we go. Shout out to Spence Humphrey. And, and Shout the, out to Spence. The smartest group me on the planet that we are a part of. You yes, know? agreed. <laughs> It's Agreed. a lot of brain power in that group, man. A lot of a lot of opinions. Uh, yes, a lot, whole lot of whole, whole lot, of, lot of opinions. Yes, we all are on edge right now. Uh, you know, with 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 what's going on. But that being said, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about a little diversion, and uh, and before we get into <laughs> our, our our movie of the uh, the movie du jour, du jour, yes. Uh, I I want to open it up to to regrets for you. Do you have anything that you might have had some uh? Some uh, Jay Z. What track was that on? Uh, Reasonable doubt, like track number fourteen or something. Like yeah, that? something like that. I, I have to look that up. I, I hear the song in my head right now, but uh, I do have regrets from from Friday. Thank you, thank you, brother. It's always good to be here and be black uh, and be talking uh, about our things that are open tabs. Yes, um, and you can see that I'm wearing my uh, my trusty Vine- uh, Atlanta Falcons Vineyard Vine Shep shirt. Uh, <laughs> very sharp. Very very. Hey, look. Thank you. Thank you. I, ten, ten out of ten killers on that. <laughs> hey, that's 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 more than enough for me. Ten out of ten killers <laughs> is more than enough for me. No, but uh, the regrets I have for the last episode, uh, for the Friday episode, were not really honing in on some of the quotes. And okay. uh, shout out to uh, Reese Hendricks as always. Uh, that I won't be the first shout out, but shout out to Reese Hendricks as always for his insight which was just invaluable, truly invaluable. Uh, but he, one of the things he mentioned was the fact that there were some of those quotes, some of those now historic, you know, uh, society altering or society impactful quotes uh-huh, uh-huh. that are part of, part of uh, popular culture that we didn't really go over. But, but uh, so I, I do regret by Felicia. I regret not going over by Felicia, yeah. which, which the moment it happened, yeah. Excuse yeah. me. It was instantly part of my life. Uh, the moment it happened, uh, I do think we, we went over the soundtrack. But I, I think one of the things I, I forgot to say was the mix of the old and new music uh, in the soundtrack uh, that made yeah. it feel very, very LA. You know, in a kind of a car wash way. Yeah. Yeah. Very and, much so. That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I regretted. I regretted not saying that. Uh, Reese also mentioned the fight. You know what? We didn't talk about the fight. We didn't, we didn't talk about really the fight at all. about. We didn't really talk a lot about uh, Tiny Zeus Lester, really either. We didn't and I don't talk no, about don't, Debo a whole lot. Debo, no, though, no, but the the Debo. We did talk about you know the the phenomenon that is Debo. Yeah, the yeah, concept right. of Debo. But we didn't talk about that actual the the, the menace that he was. Right, uh, but but the fight. I so <laughs> Reese brought up a line and said, you know, get get knocked out like your father used to. Mm-hmm. Which is just like, gosh, there's like cuts to the bone. His dad's sitting right there, right? Doesn't, doesn't do a thing about it. Um, <laughs> <and> so <laughs> much like Ronaldo Ray, like like Red's dad, it's like I don't want any part of this either. Uh, Although I'm pretty sure, you know, Willie Jones could have taken him with some quick yeah, oh, yeah. some jabs. But but, but uh, so those are the regrets that I had not mentioning some of those things. 
for sure, man. Uh, my my regret mainly uh, revolves around not mentioning uh, the the uh, man. I'm I I had it on my the tip of my tongue, and I guess it's not that much of a regret if I if I keep forgetting <laughs> about it, man. Uh, there was a moment though that 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 occurred in the movie. I'll think of it later, man. And okay. I'll think of it at no the most inopportune time. Well, <laughs> but it's an open I, tab, brother. It's an, it's an open hey, tab. Hey, we're going to keep that, that, that tab open, man. When you, I'll think of it, man. I'm trying to run through the movie in my head. Uh, there, uh, I'm not going to think of it. And that, it's all right. I, I'm angry. It's all right. But it's all right. It'll come to you. Again, must not be that much of a regret. So, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I'm full of Gemini tonight. All right, so <laughs> there you go. I don't know a lot about that. I, 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 I don't know. I don't that's that's know probably for the best, man. You know, you, you you once you delve into the world of of who, of who Gemini's are, you 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 know, it's, it changes it changes you irrevocably. You don't want to you Does don't want to do that. Okay, oh man, on. I mean, you know, I um, believe you. Kim Kardashian yeah. West is in the in the throes. Not to okay. say she doesn't deserve to be in the throes of uh, <laughs> Geminiism, but the, there she is. So okay. Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> Tread lightly. Uh, <laughs> I got you. I got that, you. that said, um, all right. So let's let's talk about let's talk about today's movie, man. Uh, and and it like when we chose we choose our movies, like we chose the movies, the especially the first ten we're gonna do. We chose them well in advance. We did. We didn't, you know, and and and, and we did we as we are want to do. We just threw them out there together, like we we presented lists to each other with. There were some common things, but we didn't intend for them to be there at all. No, no, it was just and, circumstance and and, and chrono, uh, you know, I mean, people who listen to the podcast on Friday know that we had discussed what our next movie would be. Yeah, uh, and then over the weekend, events occurred, which we will talk about. Right, uh, but so 1987. Ooh, is 87? Is 87 right? Yeah, 87, 87. Uh, Brian De Palma. So this is our second, uh, our second venture into the world of Brian De Palma. And uh, it, now that it I've is seen, our, it, it is our second venture into the world of De Palma. <laughs> and and, uh, and... I, I've seen the documentary, so I'm 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 much better prepared. Uh, you know, and, 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 and rewatch the documentary, as it were. Uh, look at you rewatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. uh, <laughs> look, at, look at you. <laughs> so so uh, Brian De Palma's 1987. Uh, we, we we use the you know, word classic a lot, but it's it's classic. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, come on, Oscar winning uh, film, yes. The Untouchables. Yes, uh, and you know what? I'm gonna check. I thought, yeah, it's 1987. You're right. Uh, sorry about that. Now, uh, I said I had to double check that. I, and and I, I I'm pretty, you know, I mean, like that that time period. I actually saw this during that time period, like uh, not when it came out, but right after mm -hmm. it came out. Yeah. Uh, and so I guess I'll just jump straight into that and then I'll segue to you to, to talk about cool. your, Let's do your it. view. Uh, but so that year was the year my parents got divorced. And this mm -hmm. is the last movie that I remember watching with my dad prior to the divorce. Okay. So uh, we, you know, he, he loved The Untouchables. He loved everything about this movie. This is like... You know, it had uh, Robert De Niro acting, uh, you know, uh, in, in a, a very villainish way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, it had it had all uh, he was in a big Kevin Costner uh, phase, the beginning of a big Kevin Costner phase for him. Gotta and love so, it. you know, my dad loves Kevin Costner. And uh, this was one of the, the entry points for him 
And so, uh, you know, I, I saw this with him. We, he, I don't think we had, we had cable. Uh, we did not have a VCR at that point. So it had to have been on cable. So mm -hmm. uh, whatever the case is, I, I saw this with him. Uh, and uh, it was one of the, the, the more fond memories of pre-divorce. Uh, right, right after that, you know, uh, things were, were different. But saw saw the untouchables with, with pops uh, and 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 uh, good memories. So what about you, Joe? Uh, you know, I, I, as I thought about this prior to, I remember my dad went to go see it, and uh, I don't think I don't think my parents went to go see it. My dad went to go see it. So this came out in the summer of '87. So I was going to into the seventh grade. I was leaving my school, Green Hill School, and going to a new school called uh, Lake Hill Preparatory School. Yes, and yes. <laughs> and so there's a lot of social stuff going on. So I didn't have the FOMO thing that um, in many cases I would have normally had to deal with okay. by not by not having seen it because it was summer, you know, uh, yeah. as opposed to being in, in, in the middle of the school year, like when Lethal Weapon dropped, I had friends who were, you know, lying and saying that they saw it that night, right. you know, yeah. uh, in, in the summer of 86, in the fall of 86. Anyway, a, a long story short, I think I saw it probably on cable. Okay. Now I don't, but I, I don't believe I saw it in my home on cable. I, it's probably when I was visiting a cousin in Mississippi. And that's probably when I saw it uh, when I was, I was in Jackson. So I was, it had to have been like 88 or 89, whenever it hit cable. Uh, that's probably when I saw it. So I was about, okay. so it was a couple years after it was out. I had I had read everything I could though about the film. Okay, and was de definitely up on the the historical part of it as much as I could find in in uh, Time Magazine, Newsweek, and the World Book Encyclopedia, which of course is finite. But uh, <laughs> but but but, but uh, yeah, so that that was that was me. And then there were a couple books in the library um, at school and 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 uh, books in Dallas Public Library where I could. That was my first real fascination with uh gangster culture yes yes it, it's it's a good entry point very yeah. good entry point yeah very good entry point yeah but but i i will say this when i saw it i remember the the thing that that drew me to it also was and i'm going to get into this later as just an alternate you know thing is the with the clothes and mm. the fact that the 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 um the costumes were designed by uh giorgio armani and so, yes. so that meant like in '87, man, that was kind of that was like a big deal uh, that that you know that these costumes were designed by by him. So, uh, Woody Allen would you always use Ralph Lauren, mm. and and later Spike Lee, Spike would use whoever. I mean, Spike always had these very very serious high end designers doing clothes for him. Yeah, as well, not just the costume design because that that's that not, that's Ruth Carter, but literally. The clothes, like like right. the, it was very fashion forward, right. uh, particularly for the '90s, which which is to say, you know, it's, it's really going there. Yeah, I mean, you know, we had it was the colors were popping, everything. Was oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But if you look at this, you look at this film. It's technically, you know, it's nineteen. I think it's nineteen twenty-eight when they're doing this. Oh no, it's nineteen thirty. Nineteen thirty. So it's so it's technically in the depression, uh -huh. but at the beginning of the depression. But no, you can't tell that from. From the style, everybody was. I mean, it, it was. It, everybody was impeccably dressed. Yes. And and I, I, when I first saw it, that's what jumped off the screen for me, how how well dressed everyone was, and 
how beautiful all those ties were. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Man. And how white starch those shirts were as well. Look, hey man, if anybody's a tie guy, look, look guys. <laughs> let me tell. Let me tell the listener something. <laughs> My tie game was, you know, I had, I had, you know, a, a, a lucky tie here or there. But my tie game was abysmal I until I met Joe Carlos. And then <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there was a, a rather, and, and, and also my vocabulary improved with the tie game because there was a resplendent <laughs> tie. Uh, remember the, the color change funny. ties from Brooks Brothers? Of course, the, the, iridescence. Yeah, the iridescence. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I borrowed a uh, yes. red one from you for, uh, for the interview trail for medical school. Good. <laughs> I, I gave it back. And it worked out. It, it all worked out. It worked out so Thank God. Thank you. <laughs> but it, it worked it worked out. Thank you, bro. <laughs> yeah. my, my pleasure. You gotta love the iridescent ties. Yeah, man. You know, but you know, you're, you're absolutely right about the 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 uh the wardrobe in the movie. Uh do you know that, that Bob De Niro, I guess he found out what kind of underwear Al Capone wore. <laughs> I'm dead serious. And he yeah, it's funny you see. He insisted on wearing it. It's kind of crazy when you say that because, not crazy, but I don't know if you saw, there's a film out, it's, it's available on Prime, uh, Prime Video called Capone. And um, it, it stars, stars uh, Tom Hardy about like the last days of Al. I've Al's seen last it, days I've, down I've in Florida. Available, I've not watched it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. So uh, it's it's a lot because Al lost his mind. It was just, he lost his mind. He's in fact at this point it was all go, it was going downhill. At the point of the film, The Untouchables, his health was grossly deteriorating. And it, it, well, getting into that when you talk about the method actor and and wanting to literally be that much in tune with with a character or no, excuse me, not a character with a person, right? Because a real life person. De, right, right. De Niro was playing a person. I don't. I'm pretty sure Costner didn't care what kind of underwear. Uh, Ness war, I'm right. almost positive. Um, so, so did you hear? What was the? What was, I'm sorry. What was the? Uh, what was the explanation about about why he did that? It, it just, you know, it it was the method acting thing. You know what I mean? He was like he he had read it and it stuck with him, and he wanted to get into yeah. who Al Capone was even though. And they made a point in in where I read it to say that there were no shots whatsoever that would include this underwear at all. So you would not see this underwear. No, no one would see it. But Bobby D knew he was wearing it. <laughs> well, that, that hey man, you, you you went to the bottom of the ocean for that man. <laughs> and, 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 hey, and we appreciate enthusiasms. it. And, and we appreciate it. Enthusiasms. <laughs> enthusiasms. Enthusiasms. Yes, yes, of course. Enthusiasms. Uh, <laughs> a man must uh, have them. A man. Yes, must indeed. So. So I guess that's that's you know it's funny you say that that's one of the little things yeah. <laughs> right there. Absolutely. About, about, Absolutely. I mean, you know, about the film. Like the, the like they really got into the 20s. I was obsessing over a moment uh at the very beginning, like the second scene of the movie when uh the 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 uh the bar uh explodes. And yeah. The little girl is in there, and I couldn't. I could not find anything anywhere to figure out what exactly she was getting filled until I, I I found a very small detail somewhere that said that she was filling a porridge pot. Had you heard of a porridge pot? 
Do you know about that? No, I hadn't. And 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 let me tell you something. I'm this many days old right now uh, when I found out what, what issue was getting filled because I couldn't understand what in the world. Now, it was a cleaners and a bar and like a, a, a malt shop and all those things, five and dime. Yeah. They had like shirts hanging in the window. Yeah. Uh, they, they obviously sold, they sold beer. That was because yeah. Nitty was there. Yeah, yeah, because because Nitty was there. Yeah, and he was like, you know, hey, Nitty was there. That's who left the the case. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And I, so I could I couldn't tell. What I was like, is it water? Is it milk? Is it like um, I I couldn't tell what it was. But I I had no idea what it was. So it was she was she was Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, so it was porridge. He was putting porridge in that thing. Yeah, that, I mean, like according to uh, the one source that I could find. That, okay, well, maybe that was what was apropos in a, maybe those things would be in like a, a neighborhood store like that or neighborhood yeah. establishment like that. But um, I, I, definitely, I, I definitely got bogged down in that, in that little detail. Like uh, that was- Yeah, I've wondered for years. Thank you. Viewings this week, I was on a hunt, a mission. <laughs> I was on a mission to figure out what exactly, because like why else would that little girl be at a, you know, I mean, and you, you're right to point out that that was probably like the the all encompassing like the the everything shop you know what I mean like a general store type deal, but um, still and yet you know I mean why why you know why is the little girl there and you know she was getting her porridge pot filled so there you go I guess that it, I can start, live with it that starts experience. it starts very innocently and then you know it comes in with the uh, I don't mean to be with a bang yeah and, you know, quite literally and. <laughs> and and then, and then they go to him getting, you know, his, his, uh, which, which is such a, an amazing way to start a film. Uh, but, it, but if you think about it, and if you've seen other De Palma films, he likes that way of that overhead shot. Yeah. That, uh, that really high overhead shot. He later did it in uh, Bonfire of the Vanities, uh-huh, uh-huh. where he did this overhead, he did this overhead shot. But that one, that was probably the best one. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it's just, it's so, it's so amazing looking. And, yeah. You can't, you can't help, but, but he does it with like very little, not a lot of music. It's just little, actually there's, there's a little tiny bit of music, then a little sound, then he just comes in and, um, and they, you know, he, he's being interviewed by an English paper. It's yeah. there. Um, so, so it's clear that he does what he does for a living. Yeah. <laughs> there is yeah, violence, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is violence, but not by me, not by anybody I employ. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Sure. Sure thing. Sure, sure. thing. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> then, of course, little girl, you know, little girl um, goes up. But but uh, so what what are the little things that you did you dig in the film? So that that and, you know, I, I, I you kind of pointed out one of the other things I really enjoyed was the, the dress of the time. Like the just yeah. Yeah, uh, there, there was the uh, gentleman in uh, and I use the word gentleman very loosely. The guy, uh, the first bookkeeper that they they capture in Canada. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the, I'll tell you what I want to know. I'll tell you what I want to know. What do you want right, to know? Right, right. Yes, 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 yes. The coat he's wearing is is also fantastic. Uh, you know, with the fur fantastic. line. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, and you know, there's another little detail that I found, and I don't know if you noticed this or not. Every single person who takes a drink in this movie, copper otherwise, dies. Right. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. I, that was that was you know. I mean, and I'm sure it was purposeful. Uh, wonderful touch. Wonderful touch. I really, you know, I like. Yeah, stuff. it's interesting. It's interesting you say that because, uh, wow, I, I, 
as you said, every single person takes a drink, then it, it hit me immediately when you said that, like, oh gosh, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Okay. That, that, <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder why Mamet, uh, the writer. I wonder why Mamet Mamet felt that, that there was a need to do that. It's almost on the nose with it being a, 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 a prohibition, you know, like, you know, it, it just, it's, it's, it's weird that, 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 that happens in this movie, you know, I mean, like, it's almost too, too idyllic to me, but, you know, it, it does, and, and he did, and, and Mamet, you know, again, he's, 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 he's a vet, so it's nothing that happens by accident in any of, any of his movies, so. I'm sure there's an explanation out there somewhere. Yeah. So little things for me, I, I always mentioned, I already mentioned the, the clothing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really big on the history stuff there uh, with, with this, with this time period and just very fascinated. I, I'm just going to say this. So there've been, there've been different portrayals of, of Capone and his wealth or what it is he had and, and things of that nature. And we don't really know. Mm-hmm. So for the longest, this was the one we went by. Yeah. And it seemed grand, like he was living in the hotel and, he, you know, it seemed grand. I know he, he would get his suits from Marshall Fields and, mm-hmm. and, and he would go to the, the Sox game or the Cubs game. I mean, he's from Northside, the Cubs game, <laughs> all that. I mean, okay. I, but I don't really have a sense of what he was about other than that. And now, and, and the reason I'm saying this is because Later, oh gosh, how many years later? 30 some odd, 30 plus years later, we have Boardwalk Empire. Right. And in Boardwalk Empire, in the first episode, Al Capone is there. In the, yeah. fir- in the first episode yeah, of, board- of Boardwalk, Al Capone is there. And we see him kind of rise up and it doesn't look as glamorous as, as Mamet and, and De Palma made it seem yeah. in, in The Untouchables. Yeah. It, seemed, it seemed like they were doing all right, you know, they were doing okay. Yeah. But but we were made to believe, which I, so, so I'm, I'm saying that to say, I, I tend to, I thought the extravagance and all the, the swank and all that, I think that was great. I'm really curious though, for, for Capone, and this is one of the little things, like how long was that really the way he lived? Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's really a, a great question because, you know, you, you alluded to it earlier being the depression you know what yeah. i mean yeah and and there's so much mythology out there about right you know right. uh our, our friend and, and again where friend is used very loosely Geraldo rivera trying to find the, the the vaults of of you know his hidden treasures you know he allegedly had mansions in miami all this kind of thing but you know it, it's it really nobody really, I mean, and, and, and to the point of like, you know, him being in, indicted on tax evasion and all this kind of stuff, like how much of it was real and how much of it wasn't, we don't know. No, I mean, there's no way we can really know. And, uh, but the movie definitely made it seem as though he was, uh, you know, in the top 1%, he was the-, uh, the Definitely. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he was the capo to the capo, uh, it, but of all organized crime in the, yeah. in the, like of all of it anywhere. Right. Right, right. When in actual fact, now that we know all the things because of the wealth of knowledge that we know about the mob now, you know, we know he was not that guy, really. He was just another guy. He was a guy from the Chicago outfit. Correct, 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 correct. He was 
he was Tony Soprano. I mean, right, right. And, and, and there were other guys who were bigger mm -hmm. and everything else. So he's just, it's interesting though. Uh, so, so I look at those little, little things like that. Um, little, and there's also small, I don't know. I, I just really liked Connery's role as Malone. Yeah. And so he yeah. has little sayings here into the lesson. Um, and later, what are you prepared to do? Yes. And, yes. and he's always, always staying tight on Elliot Ness. And so that's, that's one of the, another, another one of those little things he never lets up. He's always who he is throughout the film. So, sure. so to me, those, those are the little things. And of course, I thought the period, I believe that they were there. I, I, I am totally bought in that they are in 1930 Chicago. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Walking those streets, uh, riding in those cars, uh, wearing those clothes, like everything, everything. Every about aspect. It, every yeah. aspect of the production I thought was was tip top, was, was yeah. outstanding. The police Absolutely. station. All oh, of yeah. It. The whole deal. The whole deal. I agree. I agree. And, I agree. It was, and it seemed so squeaky clean, too, the police station. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> it was so like almost sterile. Yeah, but, but uh, as opposed to like Barney Miller or the police station in Shaq, ah. <laughs> not Barney uh, Miller. <laughs> yeah, or even Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know, it, yeah, right, it, right, it, right. It, it seems so so much cleaner as as opposed to those. Yeah. So, so um, what if you were to describe this movie in six words? What would it be? Oh man, uh, let me think. Uh, let's do some good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, I think it would I probably it. be uh, 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 Ness overcomes uh, corruption. Okay, that, that's that's really you know I mean, corruption was the name of the game, uh, and 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 the 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 level and depth of corruption from the cops, from the aldermen, everybody like that. Uh, Elliot Ness uh, and 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 Malone, you know. For sure, without Malone, you know, it would not have. And and uh, it's an interesting point we can probably bring up later when we talk about the TV connections. But uh, it, it the portrayal of Elliot Ness here as a student <laughs> under Malone, and you mm -hmm. you alluded to that earlier, it was really kind of I think that made the movie to me uh, that Elliot Ness was not just this this uh, this genius or a uh, somebody an innovator. Really, he he learned what he needed to learn from Malone and uh you know carry those lessons forward and and became Malone even towards the end you know what I mean like so um I say that to say the uh corruption ruled and uh, and and they and Elliot Ness overcame that and that would be my six words uh turned into 600. <laughs> no I hey I I, <laughs> so, I love it uh and I get it completely I, I think mine is probably like um Crusading cops, prosper, <laughs> and crusading cops prosper. Capone busts out. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's what I got. Yeah, that's that's what I got. Although they went from four to two, uh, but they still prospered. But they, yeah. they went from they def, they do they definitely went from four to two. They 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 took some so, cash. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, much like the fifty fourth. They definitely took some casualties. Yeah, yeah, man, without question. Joe, who's who's your unsung hero of the movie? I, I'm real interested to hear this because I I definitely have one here for me. Well, you know, actually, it, it's tough because 
I don't. I don't. I mean, it's it's too easy for it to be okay. Connery. I mean, I, I, in my I, opinion, I, I mean, I would under. I understand I why. That's, that's, I, it, to me, it's yeah. too easy to be yeah. Connery. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Stone. I'm gonna go with Stone. Okay. Okay. That was uh, Andy. Andy Garcia as as as. I'm sorry. That was my one B. So please t- talk about it. Talk about it, please. Well, I thought Stone was great because not only is he living, he's living a like a double life in a sense because he's 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 there, uh, he's Italian, but he knows that if he wants to, I, I think he thinks if he wants to move up, he's got to change his name. George Stone. Yeah. No, yeah. what was your name before you changed it? <laughs> That's all you need. That tree. I, I'm not gonna finish. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna finish it. <laughs> if yeah. you can't get it, get one from the tree. Have it, have uh, it aged well. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, it, it was tough then. It, it, it was tough and it, it was tough then. But, but, but uh, I thought, I thought Garcia or Stone, excuse me, I thought George Stone was uh, always there, always yeah. on it. Yeah. The only time he was slow was when they were all having lunch or dinner after they, after the first little win. Uh huh. And the photographer walks in uh-huh. and, and the photographer just keeps walking in. And photographer walks in and he slowly pulls his gun out. Like this guy's gonna be the best shot in the world. And he's slowly, he slowly pulls his gun out, but yeah. it is what it is. It is yeah. what he was, you know, he, he was eating. He would have missed a shot then. <laughs> right, right. He he definitely would have missed a shot then. But but I, I I thought he was always on point. He was extremely reliable. Yeah. Even when he got even when he got shot up in up on the Canadian border, uh-huh. He still he still made it through. Uh-huh. And he, you know, he showed up, man. He delivered every time. Oh yeah. And of course, of course. He shoots the guy trying to take the bookkeeper. So yeah. that shot, I mean, he had the best shot of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course he did. Of course yeah. he did. Of course he did. That that scene where they uh where you know he he goes to the academy to pick the fruit off the tree. Yeah. And uh the, the two guys they interview with <laughs> the other guy, oh my goodness, man. He's like, Yeah, that's that's our next chief. Like so my unsung hero is not really a hero, it's it's a villain. Uh, Frank Nitty. Okay. Billy okay. Is Frank Nitty, man. I mean, born to play it. The menace, he was born to play him from his jawline. Everything. Everything was just perfect. And, and, and I mean, he's just a constant menace throughout. Like, you know, he's in, he's in the bar, the bar about to blow it up. He turns the little, whatever, you know, the, the knob on the, on the briefcase to, to, to ignite it, to set it off. Um, uh, and you know the the showing up at uh, Elliot Ness's house, asking him about his daughter's birthday, and you know he's just and then you know at the end when he talks about how he uh, screamed like a stuck Irish pig, and yeah, I mean you know he just was uh, Frank Nitty was he, he killed Wallace in the elevator, like I mean he was everywhere, he was everything. Obviously he didn't do all that in real life, but no, no. In, in the movie. Like and, and and I remember one of the details of, of my dad when I when watching it with him. I was asking him, I was like, "Man, was this a real dude?" Like, he was. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, Frank Nitty's a real guy." You know, he, you know, he was. It was phenomenal, man. Like, uh, you know, and 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 this is you know, notwithstanding, we've already said the obvious. You know, I mean, Sean Connery wins the award for this, uh, and and obviously we have to talk about um, Sean at some point. Uh, we will. But, you know, um, Frank Nitty was. I mean, he was the guy that, that I was left stuck with. And even his the fashion choices again, the white suit. Yeah, white suit, man. Man, like, <laughs> you know, that was for me, I was just like, yo, Frank Nitty is the dude, man. Like, why why, why don't we have a movie about him? <laughs> I think they made one. I think they, they made did. an, and they, yeah, they made a Nitty movie. 
but uh, but Billy Drago killed it so much that like you know it really you yeah. know I think it was he, an HBO film actually. Oh, uh, was it? Okay. I think I may have to uh, uh, go into the archives and, and 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 check that out, man. But yeah, so my unsung hero was was Frank Nitti for sure, man. I I and 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 Petri, like I said, uh, or Stone. <laughs> I, I like to I like the fact that you know these these Americanized names they retain the uh the history there, you know, Petri and Stone and yeah, you know, uh, obviously he was uh, Andy Garcia breakout performance. Uh, it was it was for him. I I. I agree with you though on on Nitty. Uh, I get it completely. I thought he was perfectly cast. Yeah, uh, Drago was perfectly cast. Yeah. Definitely, definitely menacing, and just looked like like a low life, worst person in the world. The kind of person that would come to your house and talk about your, you know, talk about the kid yeah. uh, on the quietest night ever, and he, you know, he, he goes into a panic yeah. immediately, yeah. and uh, and then later he does he kills Wallace Amalo um and 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 uh and had a gun in the courtroom i mean just the audacity the 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 sheer gall yeah the gall the mitigated gall (laughs) the mitigated gall like like, come on bro (laughs) the goal yeah nitty no but he was he was great he was great and i i'm with you uh definitely an unsung hero in that film because he was he got he did the he did wet work as uh yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. As, as a soprano crew, Mike Sean and, uh, and, and Matt, they wanted yeah. to do the uh, yeah. your shirts, your wet work, whatever. Yeah, you did some wet work. <laughs> he, he, he did your wet work, Jack. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and not to mention, he started though. He kicked it off by blowing up the the joint. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> by kicking it off. So I, I definitely get it. I, I definitely get it. And um, I'm still with Stone, but I, I feel you on Nitty because you, you walk away like, who was that guy? Yeah. 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 So, what's the impact of this movie societally, Joe? What's the society? I think I think it was it was a gangster movie when we needed one. Yeah. Um, I, I it definitely eighty seven it, and it ruled the day. And it's interesting as I read the the comments, or at least Ebert, he hated it. He couldn't stand it. Now I think it's probably close to him because it's Chicago, but he right. was very critical of De Niro, very critical of Costner. Uh, but he said, you know, and Connery he loved, of course, because I mean, what's not to love? Yeah. But but I think when, um, you know, I think Best Picture went on to be The Last Emperor that year, yeah, you know, and yeah. so, so we were kind of all over the place, yes, 87, we 88, and <laughs> yes, we were. there were other things that came, obviously, uh, you know, you got, you got, She's Got a Habit came out in 87, you got, you, there's a lot of things that happened, uh, <laughs> a lot of movies that came out around that time but it was the most popular thing man that thing was in the movies excuse me it did, it did amazing business yeah um, it did and so it was a gangster it was a gangster movie that i'm not going to say was ne- needed is like a weird word word even though i've already said it but we need a gangster movie every now and then yeah and so yeah. this was it and this was it and we didn't really get another one until the one two punch in 1990 yeah of goodfellas and the godfather yeah Part yeah three yeah, so You're right. it fit that it fit that niche very well. You know, again, it was you know um, the the story uh, was not one that was untold. You know, I mean, we no, it's based on a TV show. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew the story, but it it it's still it was the right film for the right time. You know, uh, I don't think that you know they they initially were gonna cast Bob Hoskins in the role of uh, Al Capone. I could see it though after the Cotton Club. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love. I'd love for us to talk about the Cotton Club. By the way, 
Uh, but I, I, could, I could see it after the Cotton Club. But uh, I, I don't see a drop off. I'm just gonna say that I, I don't see much yeah. of a drop off. No, no, I, no. I don't. I don't. I, I could see it. I could see. The, it. I'm glad it was De Niro though. I'm glad it was De Niro. You, you know the story. I mean, because he talked about it in the De Palma uh, uh, mm-hmm. thing. There, you know, he he he. He, he paid him to not take the role. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have any more roles you can pay? You can pay me not to take. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, phenomenal. You know, I mean, that's, but, that's before you had that Roger Rabbit money, and then, then, yeah, he, right. then he, he was straight after that. He was good. He yeah, was good yeah, 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 and yeah. Heart, and before he did Heart Condition with Denzel. Heart Condition. That is that. That is a uh, gave us the film the song "Have a Heart" by Bonnie Raitt. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> great money rate. <laughs> great, great money rate. No, but you know, I feel you. I, I don't know if you lose anything. Personally, I don't think you lose anything. No, I don't think so either. By having Hoskins in there, because I think Capone was more of an ornament anyway. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He definitely, definitely was just kind of window dressing a bit. Uh, you know, just uh, you know, and, and and they didn't, and rightfully so. They don't go into depth about him because it's not about him as much as I mean, the Untouchables. Yeah. Right. Exactly. 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 Uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I think I agree with you, Joe. You know, I mean, like it was needed for that time. It was, uh, you know, it, it put Kevin Costner on the map. Definitely put, put uh, gave Sean Connery his due. Got brought him back. Brought him back. Brought him yeah. back so, so that he could make The Rock and uh, all these other films later. A on. bunch of other films. Uh, first <laughs> night. Uh, yeah. uh, not Zorro. Um, he made that first. Night. He made a lot of stuff though. Trapped, after man. that. <laughs> Entrapment. That was the one I was trying to think of. Uh, Finding Forrester. I mean, he just went on a run. You're the man uh, now. The Hunt for Red October, uh, <laughs> which you probably already said. I think you just said. But but uh, he went on a run. After yeah, he that. did. He did. He did. So I guess this is the point where we can talk about, Sean. Uh, yeah. That's so, perfect. You know, perfect. I, I I immediately, you know, I we we both posted things on social media, mm. uh, kind of tributing him. And then uh, one of my friends, uh, who's pr- pretty progressive and woke, uh uh posted something on her page where she was like you know basically screw this guy uh because of his 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 stance on uh slapping women and are you familiar with this you know you no know no I, I wasn't I'm, oh. I'm not familiar with that well, okay well uh, allow me to 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 edify you here <laughs> okay okay please do uh so way back in the 60s he was interviewed by uh Playboy magazine mm. uh, you know uh the 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 groundbreaking playboy interviews that was yeah done. of course everyone's yeah the, that's when you made it you get the play the playboy interview yeah that's yeah. it yeah and one of the things he talked about was you know like you know sometimes when women are hysterical and these other terms that were used back in those days um the only option you have left is to open hand slap and he says you don't want to close your hand you want to use an open hand uh but it's okay occasionally to slap a woman and so wow Around I was time, I wasn't aware of that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So around the time the Untouchables was uh was released, he was interviewed by Barbara Walters and Barbara uh re you know she she brought that back. She necroed it, she brought it out of the out of the old the old vault and uh asked him about it. She's like, you know, do you have any regrets about saying it? He's like, absolutely not. You know, he's like, uh, you know, he still won the Oscar. Still won the Oscar, still, you know, and he was like, you know, uh Jeez, that wouldn't happen in today's Hollywood, Jack. Oh uh, no, not at all. He would have been canceled. He would yeah, it would, it would like, there's no way. Like Desmond Piper. Like, yes. like <laughs> Desmond Piper. homeboys in outer space. <laughs> like like Eddie in Norbit. Hey. That, that, that summarily killed his his Oscar his Oscar chances for uh Dream Girls. Yeah. I mean, and, and that was that was just a portrayal of another rule. That wasn't what someone said in real life. 
Right. And, and, and what's what he doubled down on. Oh, yeah. And, he tri- uh, and then he tripled down because he was asked about it later on. Like maybe 10 years later, he was like, you know, yeah, no, no regrets. Uh, you know, still still open hand slapping women, you know. As okay, he- well, I, I, I wasn't aware of that. I, I yeah. And that's deplorable, obviously. And, yeah. And, hey, and, you know, like horrible and deplorable. I, I wasn't aware of that. And I, I mean, like, you know, I, my, my actions and thoughts speak for themselves. So I don't have to defend myself in saying uh, anything. And I'm not going to qualify it at all. But I'll say this much in that, uh, you know, the role is the role. And the actor isn't he I mean, he played the hell out of the part. Mm-hmm. And, for, you know, for better or for worse, the role of Malone has a special place for me. Now, yeah. whether he was played by a scumbag, you know, I mean, Sean Connery is not going to be the only scumbag on the planet to <laughs> You know what I mean? No. And, 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 and no. I'm not, I, I, you know, I, I see it differently than like, you know, uh, an R. Kelly who I will, you know, he has, he comes out with an album and I have a choice as to whether to buy the album, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, you know, Sean Connery ain't coming out with no albums. It's not no solo Sean Connery nothing. And if there were, then maybe I could choose to 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 not purchase that, but I'm not gonna cancel a fantastic movie and a fantastic role uh, for you know I just can't I can't find a way to justify that per se other than to acknowledge that you know uh, in hindsight he's a scumbag man you know he's no uh, I I can't look at the SNL skits uh, I mean well I I, yeah. still, I still can laugh but. I'm laughing in a different way now. I'm laughing at, well, this scumbag deserves to be made fun of and, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, man, I, I had no, you know, again, I had no idea. And uh, I'm, I'm astonished and uh, ashamed that I had no idea and, and truly did not know. It's interesting. The other day I was talking about uh, Jeffrey Tambor being um, being an American uh, treasure. And uh-huh. then someone someone brought something up that, that Tambor did um, on set of... Um, Oh gosh, what was that show called? Uh, Transparent. I, I I I can't remember the name of the show, but 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 they brought that up, and I was like, gosh, okay, I I wasn't aware. Um, maybe these things they, they just fly right by me, and I'm not I just I'm not looking for those things, so I hadn't necessarily seen them. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, I echo your sentiments about the movie here. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm disappointed i'm disappointed obviously in connery yeah uh, and 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 what's even more interesting and maybe it's just because this has just been an action-packed week but i hadn't seen that come back up and and now i'm going to of course go back and look it up and, and see what i can see um and probably watch the barbara walters interview about, about that too because that was you know that used to be the big thing right before the oscar oh yeah she sat down with five or six people the biggest I guess entertainer or biggest, you know, uh, headline makers that year. In they used to be the, the highlight. I used to love oh. that probably more than the Oscars itself. Yeah, that was that was huge, and it was and because you could hear from them. And, yeah, and and so, yeah. so um, that's uh, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to bring I'm, you down, I'm, man. I, I thought no, you- no, I, no, I didn't know that, but I appreciate. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. I. I, I got will say you. this. Finally, you, I got you on one. You, you, you got me, brother. You, you got me. I, you, it's you. I'm a, if I had a crown to give you, I give, give you. The, hey, how much it means to me. <laughs> well, then, then enjoy it. Ride, ride with it, and let's let's go. Let's get, let's get, let's get some more. Um, so I, I am. Um, you know, I've mentioned Woody on, 
already in this yeah, yeah. today today yeah uh, I, I'm also obviously yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of, of his work yeah uh, I've, I've mentioned Woody I've, I'm a fan of a lot of different things and yeah. and, uh, and uh, I, will, I will occasionally watch the Cosby show uh, yeah. but, but hey. obviously uh, because because but I, I didn't know when I was a kid watching those things that that yeah. that, um, that I mean, Mr. You know, Cosby was was uh, acting the way he was acting, and and um, Cliff Huxtable did not. And uh, it's interesting though the, the way we're select. Oh, no, the way that some people are selective about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's 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 before you yeah. accuse me, take a look at yourself, Eric Clapton. Yeah. yeah uh, look it up in the in the unplugged. We're gonna piss <laughs> people off, but I, I don't really care. I mean. Yeah. You know. I mean. I, but it's not, not an excuse. It's, it's not an excuse. I'm not excusing anything. I, I'm. Yeah. I think we've both been pretty demonstrative about the fact that it's it's deplorable. It's it's uh, disappointing and and um, really kind of heartbreaking uh, for me. I, I and and more. I get sad. More sadly, he's the famous guy. So I don't know who he open hand slapped. I don't know who he. You know, there's there's probably women out there. Throughout the world, Scotland, wherever else, he, that that we're at the other hand, the hand of this, uh, the other end of this, this doctrine and belief of his. That so it that's that's uh that's sickening. That's sickening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the film though. <laughs> the film though. Back to the film. <laughs> back to the film. I thought it was beautifully written. Yes, absolutely. Except really for it, and if I can make some. If we Please. get there, if we get to this Go part, there. except Go yeah, there. except really for the Capone parts. And you know, as I read Ebert's review, I, I, and I want to, I specifically want to share what he said about what Ebert said. Okay, about these the performances are another disappointment. Okay, so I like the writing, but of course, of course, he didn't like the writing, but he you okay. know like a lot of things. Yeah. He says the performances are another disappointment. The star of the movie is Kevin Costner. It's Elliot Ness, the straight arrow, federal, straight arrow federal agent who vows a personal struggle against the Capone mob. Mm-hmm. Costner is fine for the role, but it's a thankless one, giving him little, to do, giving him little to do other than act grim and incorrigible. The script doesn't give him, and he doesn't provide any of the little twists and turns of character that might have made Ness into an individual. Mm-hmm. As I hear, as I see that, I I understand. Yeah, but but. I think Ness Ness's arc, Ness's story arc, is he comes in as a straight arrow do-gooder, yeah, who who's green and doesn't know anything. And uh-huh. of course, the day he has the rough day, who does he run into? He runs into Malone walking, yeah. you know, on this bridge in 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 Chicago over the you know over the river there, uh-huh. and um, and he gets a little Malone gives him a little pick me up. Yeah. A little uplift, uplift, as they say, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. message. And then, yeah, <laughs> there yeah. you go. And that, that one landed. And um, <laughs> and so <laughs> and so from there, it goes on. And it, it, but we never I, I think when he says the Chicago way, yeah, you bring a knife, you bring a gun. Yes. You put one of their they put one of their yours in the hospital. You put one of theirs in the morgue. Yeah, that's the Chicago way. And that's how you get Capone. Yep. Best line, best line, probably of that year. I'm just going to. Yeah. Say that. That's the Austin clip. Absolutely, it's the Austin clip, no question. Yeah. And and I was going to use it as a senior quote, yeah. ninety three at Lake Hill, but I thought better of it. Yeah, uh, I, I it might not have gone over well, Joe. 
I wrote nation. It, I wrote it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Um, hey, hey, hey! Still woke though. Yes, I love it. Nineteen ninety-three. Um, I love it. Exoticness. Okay, so, but I'm saying all that to say that I see that like Costner. He, well, Elliot Ness really didn't have a lot of exposition, but yeah. at least you realize later that he learned from alone how to be a cop yeah. when he needed to be a, 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 a police officer. And, yeah. and, and we need to have that an edge when fighting this, this evil that the Capone outfit was. And so that was the thing he didn't, he was the, he was the FBI guy. So they're, you know, they're, they're all Hoover idealists. You know, it's, it's, it's wheat germ killers. It's not, it's not, it's, they, weren't, they weren't doing anything tough. So, so he, he hadn't seen it, hadn't seen that action yet. So yeah, I, I thought that he, he, he did allow himself to be a little molded. And in the end, when he throws Nitty off the building, it, he does what he has to do. Yep. And how does he end it? What does he say? Here, here and it's a lesson. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. That's and right. that was, that's, that's what he, that's what Malone, Malone was trying to teach him the whole time. The whole time. That's you right. You gotta be, if you're going to beat these guys, all that little fancy, yeah. uh, you know, I, you can't use that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get down in the dirt with them. You can't, you know, you got to, uh, you know, a certain uh, political party here would, would take a, a lot of lessons from that. Sometimes you got to get <laughs> Agreed. You know, sometimes, Agreed. And it doesn't make you a bad person necessarily fighting fire with fire, man. Sometimes you got to get in the weeds and, 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 and use some of these scumbag tactics, man, because, shoot, they, they don't hold back on you at all. The, the mob was trying to get that whiskey across the border, man. They're trying man. to, you know. They met him at the border, bro. They met him at the border. The people. <laughs> and they had done it. They'd done it over and over and over again. So it was like, it was routine. And yeah. that, no fear that anybody was coming down, charging down that hill. Your, your father supplied the trucks. <laughs> <laughs> your father. <laughs> hey. What do you say? Running molasses. Yay, hey, 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 hey. Father, hey. supply the trucks. Yeah, <laughs> it always comes back to Godfather. Uh, it always comes back to the Godfather. Real quick, I mean, we already talked about the TV connection. I don't want to dwell on it too, too much. You know, this, uh, yeah. The Untouchables was a television show. Robert Stack. Robert Stack. Robert Stack yeah. The impeccable Robert Stack. And, and yeah. the characterization of Elliot Ness in that versus the characterization in, in this movie couldn't be any more different. Uh, you know, <laughs> right. it, he was a tough guy. He was, you know, mm -hmm. he, he already knew the Chicago way. On yeah. the TV show, uh, they they I, in a, in a kind of a I don't know if this is necessarily TV, but to say about Elliot Ness's real life, you know, he ended up becoming a, a pretty severe alcoholic, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, he was not the guy that Kevin Costner portrayed. You know, he he was not he was you know, and nothing's wrong with you know I'm a divorcee. He, he's 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 married three times. You know. Uh, didn't have the daughter like you know he wasn't a family man like they portrayed in the movie right. uh, and that's that's perfectly fine because it, it, it's you know in these movies it's the storytelling is the is the key and so you know you know if if, if someone were to make a movie about me one day I, I certainly would be way more action-packed in the movie than I am uh, now where my my fights most of the time were with my leasing office about my uh <laughs> My missing Trent Alexander Arnold jersey and such. You're very, you're very expensive uh, <laughs> jerseys. <laughs> My very expensive Liverpool uh, 2020 uh, EPL champion jersey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, of course. You know, it's interesting. You you, you talked about that uh, with Ness. He yes. seems so it's such a heroic figure in yes. the film. Yeah, and and you know he died at 54. Yeah, uh, of a heart attack. Um, Yep. 
I, I, it's so interesting that, I, 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 you know, let's be honest. I don't even know how much he really had to do with, uh, with taking, with taking Capone down. I know he had a lot to, I know he, he, he worked on on it, but a lot of different things took Capone out. Um, it wasn't just one, one, you know, one or one or two cases. A lot of different cases took him out, but, but yeah. he was definitely made a heroic, this heroic figure in this film. Yeah. And so if you, if you ask anybody in, in our, in our age, in the, who's 40 years old, mm-hmm. if you ask anybody who's 40 years old about LA, oh yeah, he was a hero, right? Yeah. Cause that's yeah. what, cause that's how they, that's how they, that's how Mamet wrote it. Yeah. And that's how De Palma directed it. And that's how yeah. Costner acted it. Clean cut, you know, wearing Armani, <laughs> wearing Armani suits and shirts right. and crav- cravats. He's the uh, boss. He was the boss. He was. He was. He, he took some lumps. He was humiliated a little bit early on, and and and, and took it on the chin. And we we love that. You know that that makes me. Oh yeah, we do love that. We do love that. <laughs> we love let's it. Let's do let's do some good. But but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I that's a good uh, that's I, you got to do what you got to do for the story. I, yeah. I, I'm so so I'm not I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go you know too crazy on that one. But yeah. but you know the little little threads I try to pull from the film. I and I said it earlier, Capone seemed to be ornamental. You, yes. you don't have De Niro. They only had two scenes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which, which but that may have been very realistic. That like that little bit. But well, they never the met in real life. They oh, never so, met. Well there, well, there we go. See, so, so there we are. Yeah. I, I would love to have heard that you a lot of nothing but a lot of talking to badge. I would love to have heard that that <laughs> really happened because when he jumps up. And jumps like that, and it becomes this big, this big thing. Yeah, uh, when De Niro yeah. goes, goes ham. No, I'm not talking about you. No, <laughs> when he does all that. Yeah, amazing. It is. It is. It's that some of. I mean, quietly, some of. You know, Bobby D's done a lot of good work. I, I, for me, I, I really enjoyed his portrayal of Capone. I really enjoyed. I did too. I did his, too. How 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 he go from zero to sixty, and you know, like even in the very first scene when he gets cut by the the uh, the barber when he's shaving him, yeah, and he shows him the blood, and he's like, "Oh, it's cool," you know. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. I wish people could see your face. The right. same face. That's perfect. Uh-huh. That's, perfect. Uh-huh. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. But yeah, I mean, you know, like that showed the potential of it, and then you know, I mean, obviously, bashes a dude's head in with a bat. You know, yeah. he's, you know, like enthusiasm. <laughs> Baseball. Yeah. Throughout yeah. throughout high school, we would say enthusiasms. Yeah, that yeah, meant yeah. that mean you were about to get punched. Oh, <laughs> when somebody, hey, said, hey. When somebody hey. said enthusiasms. You Very good code. I I I love. <laughs> you about to get I endorse that. I endorse that. <laughs> yes, enthusiasm. I endorse that. That's that's very good. All right, so Joe, where where does this movie rank for you? Uh, it's one of my favorite uh, gangster movies. If, okay. Whenever it's on, I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and definitely one of my favorite. I mean, it's probably top 10 gangster movies for me yeah uh even though it's about the guy the cop the police you uh, know it's, it's it, but it's still it's still it's still a gangster movie in my mind yeah and so so it's it's top 10 gangster movie for me yeah it has my all-time favorite sequence my all-time favorite <laughs> let's let's do it I, I hope i know i hope it's the one i'm talking that i'm it's in my mind right now i've alluded to it for a second earlier but i hope this is what you're talking about go ahead the, the stairwell see oh i mean th- fantastic so, what a set piece. Like, I mean, from, from, you know, it seems so innocent and helping pull the little baby up the, you know, and, and, and then, 
it just all goes downhill, man. And like the way it's sequenced, the way it's shot, and you know, the moments where it goes slow-mo, it's just perfect, man. It, it really, and, and so I, you know, in the initial phases, and this ties into uh, uh, to, to uh, Carlito's Way, which we talked about previously, uh, they wanted to do it on a train. They wanted to have a train wow. sequence, and the train sequence was going to be too expensive. And so they settled for <laughs> the steps on the stairs, which is amazing because, like, I mean, like, we wouldn't have had that. No. Uh, I, 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 so I just tried to look it up. Life magazine did a, um, a piece. Cause I guess you can't, there's no life magazine. I couldn't find, I couldn't find it. My what cursory. What yeah. Yeah. I, I can't believe you can't find a lot, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to find this where basically they did a, they did a, a shot by shot uh, discussion. I guess it was with the Palma or, or the, or the, the cinematographer about how they literally, literally set that scene up and lit it and shot it. I'd love to see how many days that took to shoot that because it seemed like, but, but let's be honest. It seemed like, the gangsters couldn't shoot, and maybe they couldn't. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, not yeah, all yeah, the Capone's yeah. guys were. That's one of the great things about Boardwalk Empire. You see, that some of them are duds. They're just there. Yeah. You know, somebody, somebody's cousin. You know. So Capone's guys couldn't shoot well, and but but two guys. So just 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 Ness and Stone, just the two of them, <laughs> were able to take out like five or six of Capone's henchmen. Okay. Now, very, very Star Wars-esque. <laughs> it was extremely Star Wars-esque. And now, Ness had a shotgun. Yes, he did. <laughs> okay, which can do some damage. And yeah. it's the whole thing started with the shotgun doing some damage. Okay? Because uh, it was the same guy whose nose he broke after they killed uh, um, Wallace. And when he walked up, he said, my friend died today. And the guy says, I don't care. He said, he doesn't care. And he, Hits him in the, you know, he, yeah, he hits him yeah. when he charges into the into the hotel, yeah, and then yeah. and then and tries to pull, you know, draw the gun. And anyway, that's the same guy who's at the top of the steps. So he's oh, okay, got the okay. broken nose, and he looks at him like, hey, ah, I know you. <laughs> like, why are you here, right? Yeah, and and that's the thing, the mob in this Capone's guys—they never think anybody's going to catch them. Like they're always, they always think that they're just living in a vacuum that they no one is surveilling. Them. They think they're untouchable. That's the hey, okay. There you, there he is. You know, there he is. So, the, who are the untouchables? All right, right. Who are who are the? Well, I mean, obviously, Nitty told them they were touchable. So, <laughs> that's one but, of the coldest. That's one of the coldest. Hey, that was cold, man. In the elevator, oh, man. <laughs> man, while I seen that, and then the music, the death scene music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I'm sorry. Love that scene. Amazing yeah. scene with the steps and and the baby. And and, the, and the, you can just hear that that little um, you can hear that that song over and over again. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And it's like, why didn't you just grab the grab the the, the carriage? Yeah. Why didn't she grab the carriage? But they're shooting, so they shoot, they shoot, they shoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna get you sucker. That's hey, hey, hey. So the, the the that scene actually is an homage apparently to uh Battleship Potemkin, which I've never seen. Uh, of course, of course. The, of course. the but it keeps coming up. That, that film, I have not seen it. I've seen clips of it, but that film comes up in it, it is one of the most celebrated yeah, Spike filmmaker among filmmakers. They they love it. They love Spike, it. Spike mentions it quite a bit. So yes. it has to be in the in the in the uh curriculum. That's what they teach you in in, in, in grad school. 
fair enough fair enough well they that so there's that you know what i mean but again they they weren't trying to do that scene they wanted to do the and, and then he you know eventually does it again he does it later on uh for 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 uh carlito's way but yeah. um nonetheless that 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 was you know that was the number one scene i mean like for me it's one of the scenes that i can just watch that scene on youtube mm-hmm. and kind of just like watch it and break it down and i'm good uh you know talk to me about that let me i want to get your opinion on this when the bullets go through the carriage mm, yes 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 and don't hit the baby that's that's that, that's a bit much that's that and doesn't then, yeah yeah okay thank you and then he and then he stops the carriage he catches yes. it so the baby's not gonna fly <laughs> he can't exactly it's a baby yes. so the baby's not gonna fly out right in that yes. in that carriage yeah and then on top of all that She's still like it's the slow motion is stopped. Yeah, because Stone has his foot up. Yeah, the slow motion is stopped. So now we're in real time. Yeah, and even then she's like, "My baby said she's fine. He's fine, huh? Huh? Right? <laughs> is he? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You don't know if the kid's hit. I mean, yeah, there man. were. I have to go back and look, but at least two or three shots that went through the through the that yeah. canvas in, in the carriage, and then after that, it's like one guy left. Me yeah. and the bookkeeper are walking out of here. And of course, it, it on two. It required a lot of suspension of disbelief. Uh, you it did, but, but hey, you got him? Yeah. That, that's it. it it's still, him. yeah, you know, it still ended up, you know, I mean, uh, Naked Gun, a lot of people tried to uh, parody it. And <laughs> it did. It yeah. did. I mean, it, but it was, it, was an, it was probably the most talked about scene that year, yeah. to be perfectly honest, because, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was very, very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very cool. Yeah. But but uh, but you you know you you alluded to another scene earlier the, the Canadian border scene uh-huh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. and <laughs> another great one liner you got to die of something right? yeah. so Connery says you got to die of something but yeah. and the first time I watched I was like what did I miss what am I missing but they're meeting someone right so so they got to do the they do the exchange and they, then they meet someone and and at that point Wallace has a drink to your yeah. point yeah your point, yeah uh, he has a drink they meet they meet somebody and. That's when, and then they meet the other guy, and then they got to talk to him, yeah. or, or or they're sitting there waiting. And that's you know, of course, obviously he doesn't know that they've blown the you know blown that you know he's already dead. Yeah, but um, just insane. Yeah, <laughs> just man. insane. That was, I mean, you know, you talk about interrogation tactics, man. <laughs> and the 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 way that the Canadian officer, the Mountie, responded <laughs> to that mess. <laughs> I, I do not approve of your tactics. Your tactics, methods. Yeah, methods. <laughs> yeah. You're not very, from very, uh... That's when he, that's when you see he's starting to be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is what it's gonna Drive take. Away. Yeah. yeah. This, this is what it's gonna take because yeah. we, we can't we can't all that stuff I learned in, in the academy, FBI. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just it's not gonna work. So. Yeah. Did we miss anything, Joe? Have we have we missed anything in the movie? That... Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Um, I think I, I, when I say when I say De Niro was ornamental, I think it was a for him to gain all that weight, wear the same underwear, <laughs> and <laughs> do all that. I would have loved to seen some more uh, uh, scenes with De Niro. Capone he asked, scenes. He asked for more scenes. He asked for more scenes, and 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 they. I think that was the right call by him. I agree with you, Joe. We need a, We we need just maybe a smidge more. 
of, of Capone. Just, you know, I agree the story, you know, it's not about him so much, but I mean, it's as powerful of a figure as he is and remains to this day. Um, it could have used a little bit, a little bit more cowbell, a little bit more Capone. <laughs> I want to say one other thing. Sorry. The Malone death scene. I, I, I forgot about that. Sorry. Yes, the yes, Malone yes, death yes. scene. Yes. Who needy, of course killed him you know 1613 racing or whatever it was yeah um and he's out there in the in the um and you know what's interesting i think that they they did an homage to that in um the dark knight yes when, yes they- when uh you you know you know the scene when, when, when they go to uh to uh commit to the commissioner or, gordon's house yeah gordon's house and the guy's like out in the, in the or, or batman's it's batman batman's yeah. like sitting outside and it's basically the same backdrop yeah it's basically the same back porch yeah. version way to get into a house in Chicago which of course yeah. is where they shot yeah. and it was to me it was like a it was an easter egg like okay we loved we loved this scene but but it, nobody's gonna get shot up so yeah. he shoots him with the Tommy gun and then you think he's dead right and then yeah. then you see the trail of blood and that scene when, when he, he musters up all the energy he has left to say what are you prepared to do I mean that was some that was some blood okay yeah. and you're yeah. a doctor that was so yeah yeah you know, in, 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 in the films, they use these squibs. Apparently, the squibs got in his eye. Like, it, it, so he it was burned up. Yeah, he, he had to go to the hospital afterward. Sean Connery did. Okay. That's, I mean, so the, the, realism, they took realism to the, to, the, to the extreme there, man. It's funny. I know we'll get into this at some point, but Sonny Corleone, is apparently, Con, they put more squibs on. The guy's like, I never put any, as many, this is the most squibs I ever put on a person ever. Wow. At one wow. time, wow! And he was like, "Huh?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm just telling you now. <laughs> it's about to be. It's about to be. You're about to feel something, Jack. Yeah, Basically, yeah. like he's like, okay, well, you should. I'm glad you told me this now, but yeah. the, they're about to shoot the scene, and yeah. the, you know, squid. It's like this is the shot. Hey, we're man. not. We're not. We're not going to do this five times. Our you know? our actors. Our actors go through a lot. To- they do. They do. Go, they go through a little bit. They go through a little but- bit. I, you know, Joe, the last time we did a movie, we did Friday, I, I, I made you rank some crackheads. I like I like asking you to rank things, Joe. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I love it. So I, I think we're going to make this a regular part of the yeah, The ranking. The top, top, what, top three or what is it? So whatever the, it is. The top three, I want you to, I, I want you to rank these three Chicago movies. Oh. I want you to rank the three Chicago, the Chicago movies. movies that, that's a genre in and of itself it is it is it is and and so i'm, I'm giving you the choices I'm, you can i'm gonna see where you can feel free to throw some other ones out there okay but okay i'm, I'm listening i'm gonna see I where you go definitely rank these three so the untouchables obviously since that's what we're talking about mm-hmm. ferris bueller's day off Ooh. okay and um uh, man it was just on the tip of my tongue joe i'm messing up tonight uh we'll just say uh love jones let's throw love jones out there Love Jones would be three. Okay. All right. <laughs> Being on that list. Okay. Uh, I'd probably put Ferris one and then yeah. Untouchables two. Yeah. My favorite Chicago film is is uh is probably Blues Brothers. Okay. Okay. Uh, personally. Okay. And um, I'm sure there's other. Oh, I like About Last Night, too. Okay. The original. The original. Yeah. But 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 personally, it's 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 probably the Blues Brothers. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> I'm tripping. Okay. Can I do a top five? Yeah, do a top five. Do a top five. Okay. I would put Love Jones, and, and by saying five, it's not to say it's bad. I love Love Jones, but, uh, but I'm going to still have it at five. Okay. 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 Then, then four is probably, um, 
gosh, I asked for five and I can't even do my other five seconds. What did I just say? Uh, so, so okay, I'm just going to start number one. Number one for me personally is uh, Running Scared. Okay, that, excellent, excellent. Yes, I agree. And then, and then Blues Brothers. Okay. And then Ferris Bueller. Okay. And then The Untouchables. Okay. And then, and then Love Jones. Okay, all right. Chicago is such a, a I love Chicago. Chicago's one of my favorite cities. And I'm sure. not just saying that because one of our favorite listeners is from Chicago. Shout sweet out. Home, sweet home, sweet home. You know who. Shout out to, shout out to Reese. <laughs> but I, I love Chicago, like summertime shy, one of the yeah. best places to be. Yeah. I've been in Chicago in the winter and it's cold as, as, <laughs> as all get out, but it's still. Which is, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, which is that, that part of her. Uh, it's still it's still a fantastic city, even in the cold, man. Chicago, yeah. it, it films so well, uh-huh. and like when you, to to your point about like uh, the 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 uh, you know uh, Gotham City is Chicago, for all intents and purposes in the in the DC universe. No, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Definitely. And like it just is that city. It 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 feels Chicago is just like a you know I mean there's a reason why John Hughes all of his movies are in the Chicago suburbs, and and we can talk about. John yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't. I, I wanted. To, I, I was saying him. Chicago proper. I was saying Chicago proper. I won't even go get into that. Yes. With, with, with my main man, John Hughes, of yes. course. Yeah. Very, very uh, nuanced relationship you have with John Hughes. Very nuanced relationship. We with definitely John Hughes. have to talk. I'm surprised we didn't think about any of those films on our initial list. But uh, I'm good. I'm good. Chicago. Pro- well, well, well. Ferris Bueller has a. It's got some John Hughes. That's some John Hughes. Yeah. It's John Hughes inspired. That's some. You know. Yeah. That's 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 in the neighborhood. That's 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 yeah. fam. That's yeah. Fam. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, at any rate, Chicago. Shout out to Chicago, man. Chicago. What are, your, what are yours? What are your top ones? So my top ones. All right. So number one is Ferris Bueller for me as well. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, Joe, I, I realized the other one that I was thinking of instead of uh, Love Jones was Barbershop. Ah. Okay. So I, I gotta okay. throw. I, I really like the the inclusion of Black Chicago and yeah. how it. You know, like cause Chicago is a, is a chocolate city, man. Like we yeah. didn't, didn't get a lot of credit for being yeah. as much until we're starting to talk about the pejoratives, which just definitely just takes so much away from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate the, the whole Chirac talk because that's not. Yeah, I was gonna say, notice we didn't even mention that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not Chicago. That's not no. Chicago. No. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a part of it, but it's a part of it like how you know, like 1970s CD. Uh, Times Square was New York. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. so, but so yeah. So barbershop, and then I would put uh, the Untouchables as, as three, a loving three. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because it, it, the other thing about when the first time I visited Chicago as an adult, I'm struck by is how little has changed in terms of like the L trains. Yeah. And like you know, I mean, it's it's a city that uh, city the city of broad shoulders is built to last. Chicago is one of tribute to American industry. I've done the uh, the the architecture tour, and it's just amazing, like to go through Chicago and see. This is the quintessential, in my opinion. Like New York is the hub of business, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and Philly, you know, like we have classic cities, but in my opinion, Chicago, the second city, is really a tribute to America as a whole, mm-hmm. like. In terms of America being a melting pot, you got your mm-hmm. Italians, you got, you know, I mean, and it's a place, you know, I mean, our, our greatest president comes from there, and I'm not talking about greatest, greatest president. No, I don't even know if he went to Chicago. Our, our, our organizer from Illinois, I don't know if he went to Chicago. Right, right. Fair, enough, fair enough. He probably was Springfield. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, but uh, our, our, you know, the community organizer, uh, uh, the the beloved president, forever my president, Barack Obama. Uh, yep. 
you know, like Chicago is, is, is it, man. And, and if I had any tolerance in my body for cold weather, I'd be there. You know, I got to talk to Corey about how he does it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I, I couldn't agree more. I love Chicago. I, I, um, and, I, and to your point, though, about, about uh, I guess, barbershop. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the reasons I love Blues Brothers. It's unabashedly uh, black. Yeah, that film is that film is very black. Uh, yeah. You got John Lee, John Lee Hooker, Ray Charles, yeah, Reese, uh, yeah, Franklin, John, yeah, James Brown, um, yeah. and uh, Shaka Khan, mm-hmm. uh, and and not to mention and others. And they were a blues, they were a blues band. That's that's yeah. that's who they were. Yeah. And so so that movie is really a musical. Yeah, in and of, in and of itself. Yeah, it is. It is. But but it but it's it celebrates. Uh, the black the blackness there in yeah. in Chicago, and 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 the music uh, there there in Chicago as well. So uh, I, I couldn't agree more. But um, I when I've been there in the summer, man, it's 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 a beautiful. I put this way, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Okay, <laughs> when that when that little cool breeze comes up off the lake, and uh, and it's, but the sun is out and you 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 still chilling and it's all good. Yeah, uh, hey hey, it's hard to beat it. It's hard to beat it. And you and you then instantly understand. Why cats from Chicago talk uh, so much smack about their hometown because they're so proud of it, and and you understand why because yeah. because it's it, because it you know it's got a cool vibe, it's cool all that, but yeah. also because it is so beautiful and yeah. and and there's so much history in it yeah. and 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 about it and for it and and to your point, it really is an amazing American city, and I by saying American, I really mean like a 20th century. American city, yeah, you know, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I know what you like mean. built up big, and maybe late, like post Civil War, but built up big in the 20th century. Industrial, just the city. And yeah. think back to Road to Perdition uh, when they when they were out outside of Chicago somewhere. I don't know where they were, and but he had to come into town to talk to Nitty. Okay, all right. Tom Hanks' character, <laughs> he comes to town to talk to Frank Nitty to try to get protection. And when they get to Chicago, Chicago is just it's huge. It's big. It's 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 different. You know, yeah. if I would have had a 5A, I would add high fidelity to my Chicago film. Okay. Okay. Uh, if I had a 5A. Yeah. Uh, which which I can cuz it's fine. Um, so I would I would add a high fidelity. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as well. But it but below below Love Jones, but I love high fidelity. The A, you know, the, the point being Chicago is a wonderful film uh, film city. For sure. Absolutely, no For question. Sure. No For question sure. whatsoever. So before we close, let's talk real quick about the music. Oh uh, yeah, in, in, because Enio. Yeah, any of them work home, man. I mean, whoo, bad, bad man, man. I mean, you know, it, it, and he's still working. Yeah, like, I know. It's, I know. it's amazing the, that that score we we were talking about uh, at, at the onset when we were talking before we started recording about just hearing the music over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like somebody's running or like they're chasing you, and then we got yeah, like, man. Then that's that's suspenseful. Like, we're, okay, are they around the corner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic, man. It sets the mood. Like, I mean, it's it's really it's timeless. Uh, you you hear that that score like it, it, it in the Oscars or whatever, and you automatically boom. You're thinking, you know, you know what time it. In fact, they've used it on a few montages. Uh, when they're talking gangster movies, you know, yeah. when they're talking that that, which is interesting, because it's technically about the police officer, you know, the the the, the law enforcement people, but yeah. 
but you know they bring that up yeah yeah no Fantastic. score the score score is strong it's uh, available on spotify and i believe title but definitely spotify probably apple music too yeah um so so i would definitely uh on one's reading list i would definitely go check that out yeah um it, it's it's definitely I, I was doing some editing some pictures earlier today to it ah. uh, <laughs> so i i would highly recommend it yeah yeah for sure man for sure i, I forgot to mention one one other thing go for the it police officer who was in the precinct who came up with malone uh-huh. that guy has played he was he's played the same irish irish police officer in hoodlum yes uh to reese in, yes. in hoodlum he was also the bad guy who owned the store the store the shop in the legend of billy jean ah uh, ah mr pyatt yeah mr pyatt <laughs> hey man just, I, just take the money okay just take the money i love uh, that movie man <laughs> i love it too fair is fair so fair. so um th- they don't play that nearly enough uh what happened to helen slater like what happened she was supergirl i don't know what happened like the last time i think i saw her was uh secret of my success and then it was like the, no it was uh city slickers yeah i think that's the last appearance of helen slater and I, I haven't seen her since but but uh never knew it. i forgot my other chicago movie man i, I just remembered it what the fugitive oh <laughs> definitely definitely shot on the streets of chicago definitely yeah. definitely a chicago film Ooh, yeah. that, i had to re i had to rearrange some things uh yeah, yeah man yeah yeah that was that was that was my that was 93 1993 all right so so what i was gonna say about that that officer yeah, yeah. He was, he was always feeding them information, and you never knew where it came from. Yeah, he was feeding them the information, but obviously, they were friends. They came up together. They were like brothers. But yeah. you know, one was on the take, and one wasn't. Yeah. He said, "I'm risking my life for you, Jimmy." And when he said that, and he told him to get out of town. Like, yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm telling you, they're going to kill you. Yeah. Right. That's that's your notice. That's yeah. your death notice. And then, he, and then he fights him. I'm looking at a dead man. Ah, is it? My brother and I say it all the time. I'm looking at a dead man. He's like, ah, is it? This is a, this is, I have nothing to say to you, Jimmy. This is a bar for cops. Yeah. What are you doing in a bar for cops? What are you doing in a bar for you cops? to find that bookkeeper. Um, <laughs> then he, he beats the, day, the car out of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, 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 outside in the rain, of yeah. course. But, but I really like their, uh, their interaction was cool. Yeah, that's uh, actually very uh, a good call. That's a good catch. That's a good catch. Very good catch. Thank you. I appreciate it. Very good catch. So, so, dear brother, uh, any any other parting words about the film? The Untouchable? no, I think we, I think we, 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 we hit everything I want to hit. I'm with um, And and so I guess uh, it's it's now it's on to you. It's 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 on me, eh? Yeah, right. sir. I'm serving. The serve is on you. Okay. Yes. All right. So I have two left. Um, I got two left, I believe. Yeah, I got two left. And I'm gonna save, I'm gonna say Spike for last. We'll end with Spike. Okay. So we'll do the wood. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Wood. 1999. 1999. <laughs> yes, yes. Back in the day. It. Hey. Ah, uh, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, man. So and 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 we 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 might have some well, let's just let people know. We we're gonna have some stuff come out in the interim. And yes. Uh, just, just be on the lookout because there's some monumental dates coming up. Joe made me aware of a date coming up, and uh, we we got something for y'all. And you like it. you'll like it a lot. So you think so? We think so. I, I know so. I know. Oh, so. Well, good. Well, that I know so too. Then because I, I feel as confident as you. All right, Joe. So hey, man, look, the Untouchable Chicago. 
We did it. Uh, I, just, I wish I had some lasagna, some pasta right now, a little bit of a little bit of uh, red wine. Man, uh, I got some uh, spaghetti meatballs in the fridge right now. I know I saw those meatballs you made uh, earlier. Those, those look amazing, by the way. Let it cook. Hey, I'm sure it's gonna all work. <laughs> all those <things. laughs> You know a nigga get a brother. Oh, I said. Hey, you hey, know, hey, hey, brother, hey, you know, see that The best man. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> Joe, until next time, man. Uh, we we gonna open up some more. Open up some more tabs, man. We are, brother. We are gonna open up some more. Did you ever think of your regret? Oh yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. So it was. Um, it was. That's your ass, Mister Postman. <laughs> when, 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 when Craig's dad is watching, uh, yeah. and he's watching, uh, what's that name of that movie? Oh, I've been trying to figure it out. Yeah, I watched that movie at Howard, man. I, we like, went to go see that in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Like, I feel hey, so bad because it's such a horrible film. <laughs> just Craig's dad being a dog catcher in general. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I get a dog, I grab him by the that's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. I told you. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be some wonderful memes too. Uh, some anti, you know, cube. Get a couple of me. I yeah, told you. Yeah, Bye, you gonna, Felicia. You gonna get some memes. You gonna, you gonna eat those. You gotta tweet through those. Yeah. You gotta tweet through them, Moshe. Yeah, he'll be all right. He, he, he you know, he'll he, be fine. Uh, you know. <laughs> he'll be fine. 1993 cube is disappointing, and and he knows that. So yes. Yes, indeed. It's all good. All right, brother. Well, uh, till next time, ladies and gentlemen, all the people out there, including my mom who's listening. Yeah, shout out. Shout out, Mama Pat. Shout out. Hey, hey. so uh, we appreciate all y'all. And and, and as always, we look for your feedback. Let us know, good, bad, and ugly. uh, And we'll get at you the next time.